We So KY Podcast. We got week six. We got a missing member, commissioner of the league, Captain Pete. He's down with the chicken mini flu. He just caught a 54-piece one in the matchup of the week, but we'll get into that. Uh, Just what we're going to go over, we're going to go over the week five scores, low man slash catfish of the week, GM of the week, week six matchups, pine of shine, trade impacts, ball in the fallen, and push to glory, and we're going to go over some Red Cross uh, members of the league as well. Um, starting off, we got week five scores and the catfish of the week. Go ahead, kick it off for us, Coleman. All right, all right. We got the week five scores. Uh, first uh, matchup, give me strength. That's my squad going up against Kiss Your Money Goodbye. You know, I got that victory by a landslide. Uh, next game, we got uh, undefeated uphill going against the new king. Mr. Uphill, Neil squad, he remains undefeated. He beat his man by like 70 points. That's His squad went crazy this week. Well, last week. Uh, next game, uh, Bravo squad in Bravo. End game, my bet, versus Ron Hyrolos. Bravo got the, the victory. Next next team, sipping tea in your hood against Show Me the Money. Mr. Donovan won against Vincent squad. Uh, game of the week. We had your favorite piece of bacon versus the commish, respectfully. Uh, like I said, your favorite piece of bacon's uh, Kane squad got the victory on that game. Uh, Camo, all love, no trust. He beat Meaches, go get us. Uh, Mr. Meaches on a four-game losing streak. Now, I ain't going to mention that no more this, this 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 podcast, but he's on a four-game losing streak. And uh, Mr. Rick was undefeated. A team has no name. Brew barely beat him by like 10 points the score was like 69 to 59 so both of them teams didn't show up but at the end of the day I thought Rick was gonna come through because he had uh Mixon and Burrow so Mixon and Burrow no I got Brady okay yeah yeah and Brady yeah but I thought he's gonna come through with that victory man but yeah he took the L so we only got one undefeated team now Mr. Mr. Neal with uphill so okay so we got into the week five scores. Next subject is the game of the week. And we definitely got to talk about the matchup of the week and how it all fell down on Monday Night Football. Coleman, what you want to say about the matchup of the week with uh, Pete there, man? I mean, pretty much I kind of knew what was going to happen, man, just looking at the matchups. You know, not to say I knew what was going to happen, but I knew what was going to happen. I told Pete he was going to take the L, man. You know, Kelsey – and you know Mahomes is a is a good little matchup, but uh, your favorite piece of bacon has some other good pieces too, though. But he beat him by fifty four points. It wasn't even a close game. So I mean, whew. yeah, it's I don't know. I don't know if that was game of the week. To be honest, <laughs> he took a, he took an L by fifty four points. So it wasn't even the game of the week. Shit, hey, you know. Man. When I ordered the <laughs> chicken minis that morning, they thought it was a prank. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, Rick, what you think about the game of the week, the Monday Night Football? Most importantly, what about Travis Kelsey's uh, stat line? That, that was kind of wild. Travis Kelsey had the sickest stat line I've ever seen, bro. He had, I think he had four catches for 25 yards and four touchdowns. But I knew going into that matchup, 
that Kane had a whole bunch of big hitters. He was real low going into the week. I just didn't think it was going to be that. I didn't think Devontae was going to get 20. I didn't think Josh Jacobs was going to get 20. I knew Mahomes and Kelsey was going to do their things, but she's like, he went, I think Kane scored close to 100 points on Monday alone with those four players. Like, he doubled what I had this week with my score, my final score. So, you know, kudos to Kane, man. I think this is the best team he's drafting. I think he's going to definitely make some noise this season with that team. Definitely make some noise. Hey, Bravo, uh, was you tuned in? It was a critical moment for the actual matchup of the week. It was when they took uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire touchdown away and then immediately after threw it to Kelsey to flip the score. (laughs) How would you feel as a GM that happened to you, man? Hey, you know what? Me personally, I would have been sick. Uh, But to see it happen to Pete, I enjoyed every second of it. Uh yeah, man, that, that's that's tough, bro. Like, and it's, it couldn't have worked out any worse. Like you said, Pete had Clyde Edwards Hilaire. They took the touchdown away from him, and they come back and play later. And Kane gets the points from both Mahomes and Kelsey on the touchdown pass, bro. Like, it couldn't be any worse than that. So yeah, man, I, I personally enjoy watching Pete get destroyed this week. Um, that's all I got on the game of the week. I'm right oh, there no. with you. Those touchdowns being scored or being taken away hurt. So I remember last year, me and Rob had a close game, and Dak scored the touchdown. Rob to this day will say, no, he didn't because he won. But I think he ended up winning by like one or two points. In this case, though, there was a game changer for Pete with Kyle edwards Larry. But then after that, they took off. So that score wasn't even close. But, yeah, I hated that last year. That cost me some money, too, in the overall, in the overall scheme of things. Ooh. I just know, I think, I was watching it live in the league. I think Pete went up initially by eight, and then 30 seconds later, he was down by 12. I would I'd have logged out the app for the night. Rob, what you got on the game? What you got on that matchup? How you feel about the matchup of the week? Man, ain't really much to feel about. Pete got smoked, man. He was running it. He got smoked, man. You know, Kane, hey, if the Raiders keep running like they've been doing the past two weeks, Kane is looking scary. He got Melvin Gordon. I mean, he's going to fumble probably five more times this season if he even keeps his job for real. So Kane is like a force to be reckoned with on down on when the year keeps going on. He's like Cincinnati's defense is 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 pretty good too. Um, I mean, he scored 144. Is that with a zero? Jesus Christ. With the whole zero. Yeah, with a zero. Yeah. That was his defense, right? Yeah, that was his defense. So yeah, I mean. Kane is looking pretty tough, but I mean, I'm glad he got Pete out of here. Now we just need to get Neil beat. Definitely feel you on that. And uh, just speaking of that Monday night football game, I honestly don't know why Josh Jacobs fell so low in our drafts. I mean, I, I think a lot of us are feeling the burn from after seeing him Monday night football, <laughs> what he could be doing for our teams right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, next subject, we got week six matchups. Rob, I'm just going to kick it right back to you on that one. All right, so – the week six matchups. We got Kiss Your Money Goodbye versus a team has no name. That's me versus Rick. Then the next game, we got end game is Bravo versus Neil. Bravo, man, we got to get this done. We got to get him beat just to help everybody else out in the league. The next game after that, we got Coleman, give me strength versus Jones, the new king. Then we got your favorite piece of bacon, which is Kane versus Ron which is high rollers. 
After that, we got Meech versus Dime, which is Go Getters versus Sippy T in your hood. Then we got Camo, All Love, No Trust versus the IR Boys. I'm pretty sure that's Brew. He changes his team name a lot. And then we got Vince, Show Me the Money versus Pete. Man, Pete might be in for an L two weeks in a row. I'm calling it. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the week six matchups. Ooh, Colin P lose back to back. I like how that feel. I like how it sound. It just sound good. <laughs> Next subject, we got Pine to Shine. Uh, who's some players on y'all team that's either it's time for them to shine or they absolutely just going to hit the pile, going straight to the bench? I ain't got no choice this week, bro. Like, I got <laughs> Josh Reynolds and uh, Swift are on by, so they on the bench. And then Damian Harris got hurt, of course, in my matchup with Brew. So on my bench, bro, no no lie, I have all zeros, all zero projections this week besides one, and that's DuVernay. And I'm probably going to have to drop him because I got Fryer moved to my lineup, who also got hurt last week and probably ain't going to play this week. So I ain't got no choice. I, I have to sit this one out because fine and shine ain't no, ain't no thing for me this week. It's all zeros on my bench, so. What about you, Coleman? Uh, my lineup's pretty much good, man. I mean, the only – there's one guy on my squad, I just really – he gets 15 to 20 carries each game, but he ain't doing nothing with him, man. Oh, oh Zeke Elliott, man. So, I don't know, man. If I can get anybody else to really start putting up numbers, man, he's going to the bench, man. You know, I can't keep starting him. He's getting all these touches and ain't putting up with, up with six, seven points. So that's, I mean, and uh, and uh, Mr. Dobbs, uh, the rabbit receiver from Green Bay, and Etn. I'm trying to debate on which one to start that route, Etn or Dobbs. I got Etn in right now, so I think I'm just going to roll with that because okay. him and your man's is kind of split in the backfield right now. So eventually, I'm hoping Etn to get the get the RB one workload going on. Well, I wish you the worst just on that particular subject. But uh, ETN did ball out last game. Uh, Definitely can't hate on that. Uh, Bravo, who you got for your team? Um, Before I get to mine, I just wanted to give a little comment for Coleman. Play ETN. They play in Indianapolis this week, and you know how it goes with Jacksonville and Indianapolis. So there's your answer right there. Uh, As of my team – I don't really have any questions as far as starters. Obviously, you know, there's the great what is Jonathan Taylor gonna do this week thing. Um, you know, he had a he had a week off last week and set out. Um, but again, they're playing Jacksonville, and for some reason the Colts just can't pull it together against Jacksonville. I'm hoping that changes this week. Um, but I don't really have anybody that's in danger of going to the bench. However, I have been keeping my eye on George Pickens. Um I want to put him in the lineup, but I just got to make sure it's not going to be a one game uh, or two game, you know, two games of success and then put him in and he gives me nothing. So I'm going to just keep an eye on him this week. They do got a tough matchup against Tampa Bay, um, but I'll look to see what his target share looks like. 
um, what type of production he makes out of his target share. And then going forward, I think I might want to put Pickens into the lineup. Maybe not as a wide receiver one or two, but, you know, he can he can earn a flex spot. Okay, NFL young boy. <laughs> okay. I definitely feel you with that. Uh, just want to make sure, since we like to spread the petty around, uh, just a reminder, Rob, y'all got the Jags next, and we know what they did to your boys last year. So, I mean, we don't really need to expand on that there. Rob, Pine or Shine, what, you got any questions in your lineup, things that you reconsidering? Um, As far as all the coat slander, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> They are trash, hey, bro. he threw it off the backboard. I just had to come finish it. Hey, hey, it is what it is, bro. I call it. Hey, them niggas is garbage. But, I mean, I kind of like my lineup now, for real. It's just Waller has a bye this week, so I got to pick up a tight end off of, of waivers. But, honestly, everybody that's going to play in my lineup is, is probably in. I might switch uh, Pierce for, for Gallup. I don't know. Is is Dak back? No, Dak's, Dak's on the bench, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably just going to stay with Pierce and then, you know, get a tight end and, and swap him in. But other than that, everybody on my team is hurt or on bye weeks. Well, I guess that leaves me. I ain't got many options. I put myself between a rock and a hard place. My wide receiver, too, Alave, may not play this week with the uh, concussion slam pretty hard. I'm glad he got that touchdown last week. Praise to the most high for that one. But other than that, if I had to take him out, it's going to get real rocky and I could lose to Meech, which is a GM I really don't predict in getting another win this year. So that will really hurt the team's morale if we happen to slip up here. Uh, Yeah, honestly, I just got my starters and I'm trying to build around that, praying for a little bit of injuries around a couple of people around the league. Won't say no names, but you can look at my bench and kind of get a hint. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. As far as Pine and Shine, um, as far as trades and trade impact, uh, first, let's let the two people who are involved with trade, trading with each other talk about that. Bravo. How you feel about your trade with Coleman? How it work out for you this week? I mean, after one week, I feel sensational about it. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook showed up. Um, I had a great game. Jeff, uh, Jeff Wilson ate for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, We'll see what Deontay Johnson does this week, you know, see if he was worth what I gave up. But, you know, overall, I'm not unhappy about it. The main guy that I wanted did what he was supposed to do, and I just hope he continues to do what he's supposed to do. Okay. With that being said, uh, you also got another one through the cracks. Uh, who'd you acquire this week, brother? I seen um, you was working around. I had, I had to go and get my my personal – this is a – you know, this is a little means a little bit more to me because he's my favorite player on my favorite team. I, you know, uh, on the back ends, I went and got Debo Samuel. Went kind of quiet uh, through the chat. I didn't see anybody mention it, so I guess either nobody cared or they just wasn't paying attention. But I made another trade with Vince. Um, I sent him Dak and Terry McLaurin, which Terry wasn't playing terribly, but it's just a headache because Carson Wentz acts like he doesn't exist until the second half of the game, and we just don't know one when Dak's going to be back. Two, what Dak's going to look like when he comes back. And, I mean, though they're saying, like, oh, Dak's the quarterback when he comes back, Cooper Rush is winning, and it's hard to pull a quarterback that's getting you dubs. Um, so, honestly, I just feel like there's two headaches I have to, I don't have to worry about anymore. And now I got, again, a personal favorite of mine on my team who I know is going to do numbers each week. So, I'm feeling good about it, man. I think I got a nice little three-head monster. I'm just 
crossing my fingers that the real Jonathan Taylor stands up and we can start to make some noise. Yeah, JT could uh, use some assistance behind what is that, the NFL's most expensive online. We're not going to shed too much light on that. But typically he struggles early on in the season and then turns it up late. I owned him last year. I want to say he struggled about the first five or six weeks, finished his outside of RB20, and after that he went on to be number one, of course. Coleman, how you feel about your trade? Uh, how's it impacted you this last week? I mean, I feel like trade was successful, man, both ways. You know, I I traded away my, my, my number one pick. I got your boy, uh, Brees Hall. He basically put up like one more point more than Cook, so I'm good with that that scenario and I got your boy uh Mike Evans and he put up some decent numbers but uh, he was like one yard away from scoring a touchdown so if he scored that touchdown I really would have been been game but overall man I think the trade benefit benefited both squads man to be honest you know I don't think it was a, a really a, 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 a landslide loser in this trade so I think both teams really don't they're supposed to do man so I'm good with my squad man all right I feel you and Rob, he was also involved in the trade. How's it working out for you? How you think it's gonna work out for you in the future? Um, man, it was a pretty even trade. Like I got thirty-two points overall between the two players I got for Nett and Sanders, and then I think you got like twenty-seven from uh from Nick Chubb. So it was an even trade. I thought Mal Sanders would have did a little bit more than six points, but I ain't gonna complain because Fournette turned up for me. So I think it was a pretty even trade. I think I'll be straight for the rest of the year. And honestly, now I just kind of got to go through my flex. I think I'm, I'm I'm all right with my running back. So it helped me a lot. And that's sort of the same issue I'm having. I feel like I'm cool with the two RB spots. Sort of questionable why I receive a two with Olave hurt. Flex, that's been my biggest problem all year, even though I'm not playing the right guy. Or he's simply just not it. Not even going to hold you there. Um, but now we got balling or falling. Like Bravo, who are some people that you think of? I know Eckler's been up there. There's some been some other players that have drastically fell and not lived up to their expectations. Some early draft round picks too. Who you got for us? All right, so we're gonna start with the uh, the balling first. So I mean, you know, you got your your usual suspects. You know, your Cooper Cubs. He's consistent every week, but it's kind of hard not to be when you get fourteen thousand targets every game. Um, I'm gonna go with some guys that you know have been who weren't expected to do what they're doing. So first one I got to run off has got to be Geno Smith. Um, if anybody told you they saw this coming, they're liars. Like, Geno, with the exception of the game against the 49ers, has been over his projections every week. And in the last two weeks, he's had 31 and 26, respectfully. It's on Pete's team. I tried to get him off waivers, but, of course, Pete made the move first. But, yeah, Geno Smith is definitely my first one for baller, man. Uh, we'll see if he can uh, continue to do it. Next one, something else a little bit more unorthodox. So, defense. Normally, like, you go defense, you're just hoping, one, your defense doesn't go zero or negative. But, you know, typically you'll be happy with six, seven points from your defense. Another fan favorite, San Francisco defense has been balling. Um, lowest point total they had all year has been eight points. They've had two weeks with back-to-back pick, six, pick sixes. In those two weeks, they have put up 21 and 18 points. Those are high-scoring games from a defense. So a little bit unorthodox there with the uh, balling. And then last one of the balling, as you mentioned, Austin Eckler. 
So it was a lot of questions about him the first few weeks of the season. My man was a literal ghost. Um, and then, I don't know, something happened. He hit the switch, and he has been going crazy the past few weeks. So those are my candidates for the week, Bob and Fallen. Geno Smith, San Fran D, and Austin Eckler. Now let's get to Fallen. First one I got to put on the list, Rick, you're going to hate to hear it, but Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily that he's playing bad, but I think he's suffering due to Tua's injury. Um, obviously, when you're in an offense with Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill is going to get the majority of the targets, and he's just suffering from not having Tua out there who's going to spread the ball out a little bit more. Um, another one, I hate to beat a hit dead horse, no pun intended, Jonathan Taylor. Again, Still got question marks. The man was the number one fantasy player, regardless of format, whether it was standard or PPR. Jonathan Taylor was at the top of everybody's board. And with the exception of his first week, he has underperformed every single week. Um, So, you know, he's still on the chopping block. And my last one, who I don't have in our league, but I have in another league, Darren Waller. Darren Waller put up crazy numbers last year as a tight end. Now, I expected a drop-off with the, you know, the arrival of Devontae Adams. Obviously, you get you a number one receiver and a number one, the caliber of Devontae Adams. You're going to lose a few targets per game. But my man has performed an absolute disappearing act. Like, he's done absolutely nothing thus far in this fantasy league. So, I, I, I would have to put Darren Waller up there with probably one of the biggest disappointments of fantasy thus far. Now, he's I definitely feel you on that one. I just got the one person in for balling for the week, and that's Gabe Davis. He had one of them Randy Mostat lines. Three catches, 171 yards, two touchdowns, and two touchdowns that were over 40 yards. That man went off and saved the GM in this league. Yeah, one more, too. I'm going to say it every week. My boy, my boy Bark. Saquon did it again this week, scored another touchdown, hurt his shoulder, came back, got a 40-yard catch, beat the Packers on Sunday. Go Giants. And speaking of Gabe Davis, man, if you got players that's putting up numbers like that, it would be best to start them and not just have them on your bench. I'm just going to say that real quick. You know, I don't you know have- if that was like some type of jinx. You got to start the- the man, you can't have him on your bench, man, getting all them points, man. So, Brew, if you don't want them guys, man, just send them over in the trade, man. I gladly hit that accept button, sir. If I had a water boy that played for the Bills, he'd be in my starting lineup. Josh Allen gonna get him the ball, man. True, I got the water boy for the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Waiver wire, even drier now, guys. <laughs> Live update James Cook, terrible. All right, and we gotta push the glory playoff push. This is really tight. Honestly, Jones, I see Jones making a push because his point scored is up there, but his schedule just hasn't been nice to me. <laughs> and everybody's been through that once or twice. Also, I got Bravo. He got a nice monster that he's forming. The top is the top. Do I see any of them really falling? Well, out the six, I see Brew falling. I just really don't know what's going on with his team completely. That's some of the strategy behind it. I suspect Rob to jump up as well with his expertise. Combo's hit or miss. Like, I don't know. He needs a consultant. 
because I'll be looking at his bench sometimes and looking at matchups. I was like, you're just playing favorites out here. <laughs> I was like, you're not looking at the talent you have on your team and applying it to your starting lineup. You're playing favorites, and you just simply can't do that. Uh, Berg needs a miracle. Uh, yeah, so as far as playoff pushes, I see Rob. I see Bravo. Myself and also I see Jones. If Jones can keep putting up those numbers, I don't see how he's just gonna keep losing. I won't say he's probably top six in scoring in the league. So yeah, Vince he he also needs a prayer. He hasn't scored four hundred points this league this year, so that's a tough one to deal with. Uh, as far as what we else have here. I done lost the list over here trying to look at live updates from the game. We had Red Cross big injury impacts. Rick, I know you had a few yourself, uh, and honestly, this is unorthodox to even happen in one week. Yeah, man. Uh, first time in history being catfish low, man. So now everybody in the league is being low, man. But when you have when you have a, t- uh, a team that has T. Higgins on it who's supposed to play, you only play 10 snaps – not getting no targets. That's a zero on your lineup. Damian Harris got hurt in the first quarter, pulled his hamstring, 1.2 points. Fryer mm-hmm. move, helmet to helmet hit, 1.2 points. That's three. I had Michael Thomas out already. I had DeAndre Swift out already. Then Jalen Waddle had Bridgewater, I thought. No, no dice. Had a third-string quarterback come in. So that counts as an injury to me because he already came in banged up. So when you have all of when you have nine – people to play you have four of them get hurt and they your main four on top of the Bengals playing cute football because there was one drive where uh they was on the two-yard line first play they want to uh, run a rub route I don't know you have Joe Mixon on your team and I'm not saying that just because I have Mixon I mean let's just be honest he's supposed to be one of the top running backs right why ain't he get a carry it's like a Marshawn Lynch Seattle against the Patriots move because right after that they try to run a, a special with Tyler Boyd and he, to get him to throw the ball, instead of him throwing it away, they got sacked. And on third down, they threw it, throw it to Jamar Chase to get back to the two two yard line. Then on fourth down, they did some type of shovel play and turnover on downs. I just don't understand what the Bengals are doing. I know I know this is the IR stuff, but the Bengals got to figure it out because you got a a, a bell cow running back. He spent all his money on this offensive line, and, and and you're not giving Joe Mixon the ball. But you know injuries happen. I just didn't expect to have four in my lineup. And uh, hopefully I recoup next week. This might be another tough week against Air Ribbo because uh, I got uh, Swift out too. Swift's on by, so I don't know what Michael Thomas is going to do. And like I said uh, before, we start, I have to start Eno Benjamin, so that, that's going to be tough. So yeah. we don't see. But I also I don't want to just speak on myself. Ron had a really tough go of it. He had Rashad Penny, Javante Williams as his two starting running backs, and they both out for the season, so they're not coming back. And he has Zach Moss and I forgot the other guy, I think Madison in his lineup. And that's who he has to start for the rest of the season because the waiver wire is just so dry. So, Ryan, if you listen to this, bro, you might have to leverage Jefferson and get you a running back, man. Like I said, uh, I was talking to a guy earlier in another league I'm in. In order for you to get some running backs, you're going to have to trade some of your good players to fill your team out. And that might be something he needs to do. Yeah, he can definitely make some shake with that. 
Uh, we actually got a team called what's what's the team called? IR boys. What are, yeah, IR boys, man. How you how you Ooh. feel about how you feel about his squad? Also, you had a you had one of them Monday nights too because Carlson. Yeah, Carlson went off. Uh, I think he ended up with nineteen points. Let me speak on that. Uh, Brew does have two people on IR. Uh, Mitchell and, and Patterson, those are tough, tough blows. But he did a good, good job by drafting two, two other running backs. He had four good running backs on his team, so you know that that, that probably does hurt him. Uh, but when we was talking about it, he said he had lost to Jameis and he had lost three running backs. I don't know who the third running back is. Jameis ain't even on his team no more. So I mean, he didn't have he didn't have any injuries this week to to stop him from scoring he just scored 69 points because he left Gabe Davis on his bench um he will have those running backs come back I don't think he should be saying he's the IR boys I would say Ryan would probably say that or you know maybe even me because Swift's been out th- three straight weeks I don't know Michael Thomas is playing this week and Damian Harris is supposed to be out a few weeks but hey like Rob like Rob said man he changes his name every, every other week so if he feels he's the IR boys, let, let him have it because I don't want that title for sure. No, sir. I mean, that's all the hot topics we had to cover. Uh, we wanted to throw something else in here. How y'all feel about the Devontae Adams thing? Like, worst case scenario, what was it? He can spend like three, four months in jail. Uh, it was like a fine up to like $1,000. But how do y'all feel about that equipment person, you know, like pressing charges? I feel like we do way worse in the chat to each other than what happened on national TV. Bro, were you, were you jealous? He was, he was, that's all I'm saying. He was in the way. Shit, that's all I can say about that. Man. He was in the way. You starving, bro? You'll do anything to get some money, bro. That's weak. Yeah. If it was somebody else on the street, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have done that. Like, we don't got no money to suit. Like, that's just weak, man. Like, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. I think it's a money grab, man, because I saw um so you know they got the angle that's being played on TV where it just looks like he pushed them, but I saw another camera angle and it happened exactly the way Devontae Adams said it happened. He was going to the locker room and the guy walked right in front of him to cut him off and he like kind of bumped him at first and I guess the guy wasn't moving and he kind of pushed him. Yeah, he did do the push out of frustration, but the guy literally walked right into his path as he was trying to get to the locker room. So I agree, man. I think it's just a money grab because, like Rob said, if this was just some regular dude on the street, he wouldn't be trying to press charges. He wouldn't be trying to take it to court. He's hoping Devontae Adams' team is going to say, hey, let's settle out of court. I'll cut you a check. Let's move on. Bro, is it not a privilege to to have cameramen on the field? Like, if you get that pass, is that not a privilege? So, like, my whole thing is if you – if you there, if you on the field, there's a there's a you see people get hit every day. When you when you get tackled and out of bounds and the, the guy that's holding the camera gets knocked over. It's like even in basketball, like it happens. But and you never see anybody press charges, man. So I like I said, I just think it's a situation where he's trying to get paid. And uh he really looks silly, bro. Like the dude that ran on the field with the with the pink smoke. Yeah. Sue, come on, man. Like, it's just weak, bro. Like, who cares? Who cares what you're running on the field about? Like, bro, that's somebody's workplace, bro. Yep. Like, respect that. I agree. Okay. We got a little time left, just under two minutes. Hey, man, how y'all feel about Denver and uh, with Russell Wilson, uh, Broncos country, let's ride, man. Is this the real <laughs> Russ? Is there a clone back there? Like, what's, what's going on? Because he's supposed to be on right now. Go get Cam Newton. 
Yeah. Get Cam. Mm, come on. Yeah. Go, go get Cam. Come on, Foley, bro. <laughs> Not, think, not a vibe. That's not the solution for everything. They need to throw Drew Luck back in there, man. <laughs> man, I don't know. What, hey, I don't know what's going on with Russ, bro. It's just, it's just. Is it the organization? It might be. I think it's the coach. I, I would. I will also. I agree. That's part of it. Is definitely the coaching. Uh, but I don't know. Russ just looks off out there, man. He don't look like. He don't look like Seattle Russ because, like, even with bad coaching, like, he just – some of them plays just – he's – I don't know. I don't feel like he's up to par with his usual level of play. Like, some, something's not clicking out there in Denver. It might be the elevation. I don't know. I don't know. Don't Geno Smith look like Russell Wilson? He does. That's what's crazy. Pissed him, bro. Hey, <laughs> come on, man. Like, I don't think Russ is what we thought he was for real. I think Pete Carroll was actually right, man. Like, there's – like, I get he might have something wrong with his lat or something, but it's your decision-making, like – Hamler is banging his helmet on the ground, man. After five weeks of being like, come on, man, you Russell Wilson. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't think he's a good he's a good leader for real. Everywhere he's been, none of his teammates fuck with him. Like, that's right. Yeah, he's just a bad, that's right. It's just, it's just a weird thing, bro. Nobody likes him, and it, you know, I don't I don't know. You can't. What can you say about that? 